another episode of the Pineapple Theory Podcast. This is your morning coffee intro and today we're going to be flying through an episode because I have got 20 minutes or so until I've got to hit the road on a road trip. So sorry if this is a little more rushed, maybe have a double espresso instead of a single. No idea if that would help or not. Anyway, uh, just a quick heads up as to what is going to be coming in March. So in March, the Mandalorian season three starts. So these Monday coffee episodes are going to switch back into the Mandalorian Monday episodes where we review each episode as it comes out in a detailed breakdown, giving you all the Star Wars goodness that is in each episode. So in preparation for that, what I wanted to do is just quickly go through everything about the Mandalorian that is currently out. So I'm going to go through a recap of season one, episode by episode, recap of season two, episode by episode, and then give you the recap of the Book of Boba Fett um, Mandalorian episodes that um, happened there. So I'm going to say right now, this is spoilers for Star Wars. This is spoilers for Mandalorian season one and two and spoilers for the Book of Boba Fett. But it's basically just a huge recap. I'm not going to be going into the history of Mandalore and all of that stuff from the Clone Wars, but if you do want to listen to that, we made, ages ago, we made a really, really good episode. Myself and Cammy was a guest, and it's cool. It's episode 14 of the podcast, Mandalorian Mondays. So it's the very first one. It's history and season one recap. So I'm going to go through a season one recap very briefly in this episode. But if you want to learn all about the history of Mandalore and everything to do with that and the Darksaber and the clans and everything that happened in the Clone Wars, Rebels and the build-up, episode 14, Mandalorian Monday, is what you want to look for. Um, and the first like half hour, 40 minutes of that will give you a perfect uh, history background. So yeah, um, grab a cup of coffee and let's dive in. So as I said, Mandalorian Season 3 is coming out, so just quickly... Season one, we have chapter one introduces the Mandalorian um, and he is a bounty hunter for hire and he is shown straight away um, doing some jobs and hiring and the at the end of episode one, we get introduced to this target that he's been asked to bring in who all he knows is that it's 50 year old life form um, and that introduces Baby Yoda. That's the first time we see Baby Yoda. Chapter two, we then have is him sort of coming back and his ship gets destroyed. Um, and he, it's sort of him learning a little bit more about the child, um, aka Baby Yoda. Um, and they start forming a bit of a bond. And, you know, they have the incident with the mud horn where Yoda or Baby Yoda, sorry, uses the force to lift up the mud, mud horn. And a character, Queel, sort of tells Mando um, of these ancient race called the jedi and they had the ability to you know use the force and move things like that so that's his first sort of intro and sort of hearing of these jedi and whatnot um chapter three we then have mando then returns the child baby yoda to the sort of um empire encampment sort of thing um and the old german guy who's like i would like to see the baby that guy um, he returns the child and then as he's about to leave, he has a sort of change of heart and realizes, nope, he can't leave the child with them to do experiments on. So he goes back, takes Baby Yoda from them and thus starts the manhunt for Baby Yoda. We have chapter four, which is kind of a uh, the first of what I'll call the side missions. So a sanctuary, uh, it's called uh, chapter four, Sanctuary. This is the one where we're on sort of this very green swampy planet. 
and a bunch of villagers are being invaded um, by these pirates um, who come and sort of raid their town for their their food and everything. Um, so Mando is hired by the town of villagers and teams up with um, Cara Dune, who's a ex-drop trooper, and um, they team up to take down the pirates. And yeah, there's basically a little side episode, but introduces the character of Cara Dune. Also at the end of it, we see that there's a bounty hunter who is hunting down Baby Yoda. So there are guild members who are being given trackers to hunt down Baby Yoda. So the kid is never going to be safe. Um, so then we have Chapter 5. Um, this is where um, Mando goes back to the... Um, sorry, where this is where Mando goes to Tatooine for the first time. Um, and he's in search of a, 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 a sort of um, others... Um, sorry, sorry, I'm just going to read it. So it says, on a familiar desert planet, the Mandalorian helps a rookie bounty hunter who is over his head. So yeah, he ends up in Tatooine. I'm not quite sure why he's there originally. I think it's for ship repairs or, or something. Either way, he comes across this other bounty hunter who's hunting down Fennec Shand. So he goes into the desert um, and hunts down Fennec Shand. And then the other bounty hunter, the young one, sort of gets uh, gets a bit too cocky and, and over himself. And, and that sort of comes down. And at the very end, we see the shadowy sort of figure who is, um, yeah, this sand figure who I guess I can spoil it, but it's Boba Fett. So it's the first time we see Boba Fett um, in, in the sort of see his legs and he turns around, I think. Or maybe we just see his legs. I'm not even sure. But anyway, this first sort of, it's the first episode that sort of tees up the Boba, Book of Boba Fett show, which we'll come on to in a bit. Um, chapter six, another sort of side mission is called The Prisoner. So the Mandalorian forms a part of a crew of mercenaries to spring a convict from a prison ship. So this is where we get the introduction of Bill Burr's character, who's like this sort of Han Solo asshole sort of character. Um, and yeah, they have to bust someone out of prison. Um, this whole thing is just like a side mission, apart from the fact that at the very end, we see the first sort of look of um, some X-Wing pilots who are part of the New Republic, who come in to check up on what's been going on. So that sort of introduces them, the New Republic, for the first time. Chapter 7, um, an old contact, so um, Grief Cargo ex extends an invitation to Mandalorian to come back with the child, um, and they sort of need to make peace. Um, and we have Moff Gideon, who's the big bad of season 1 and 2, I guess. Um, but Moff Gideon, yeah, is sort of comes to thing and sets a trap for them, um, and they seem locked down in Chapter 7, and it's quite scary. And then we have the death of Queel, and the sort of uh the the nurse the the droid turned nurse sort of uh has to has to come and protect baby yoda then going straight into chapter eight it's basically like part two of chapter seven chapter eight we then have the big fight with sort of moff gideon when they're all locked down and they have to escape and they find the armor and find that all the mandalorians have been sort of you know uh sort of wiped out and moved on um and officially the armorer gives um dinjarin aka mando the um the sigil of the mudhorn and says that he is now a clan of two and that he is tasked with returning baby yoda to his kind of the jedi and we get more information on that we then have uh moff gideon sort of crash you know being defeated by mando when he's being given his jetpack and the x-wing and then he busts out at the very end the final scene is uh, showing that Moff Gideon is still alive and he has the Dark Saber, which is the Mandalorian Jedi lightsaber that's like a symbol of the leader of Mandalore. And that wraps up season one.
moving on to season two we have the start we have chapter nine the marshal so amanda goes back onto tatooine because he has heard that there might be some um uh, a mandalorian living on tatooine so he comes up to this small town and we're introduced to the one and only Cobb Vanth, who is wearing Boba Fett's armor. But he is not Boba Fett. He is just the marshal of the town and he has the armor and he acquired the armor. And he says he will give him the armor back if um, Mando helps him fight off the crate dragon. So awesome episode to episode one. And the end cutscene after this one is we definitely get the face reveal of Boba Fett. And he's following Mando, essentially, now that Mando has the armor um chapter 10 um so episode two of season two is the passenger so this is where we get introduced to the frog lady with her eggs and she needs to transport them to another uh another planet um and they can't use light speed and they end up getting intercepted by the new republic who again throw back to season one when they did the prison break episode the new republic have um tracked him down and realized he was part of the prison break so they want to talk to him and he ends up crash landing on this planet as, as he tries to escape. Um, and there's a bunch of spiders, uh, Baby Yoda, um, and um, the Frog Lady, and Mando have to survive on this ice planet with all the spiders. And then eventually the Rebel New Republic uh, pilots find them and save them at the end. And they give him a pass, so he's free to go. Chapter 11, we then have Frog Lady being dropped off on this planet. And... Um, the whole reason he did this mission is because the husband who is on the planet knew of a Mandalorian covert. And we are introduced to um, the Night Owls, I believe they're called, which is led by um, ginger-haired lady whose name I'm totally blanking on right now, um, which I shouldn't be. Sorry, I should have notes in front of me, but I don't. Um, ginger Star Wars Mando. Um, blanking on her name, Bogatan. That's it, Bogatan. We're introduced to Bogatan, and sort of her two other Mandalorians, and they uh, do a mission to heist uh, some weapons off of an Empire ship. And we're introduced for the first time, Bogatan talking to Mando, explaining that there's more than just the cult that way that he's been raised, because he is very strict in his rules about not being able to take his helmet off and all that jazz. But they're sort of the first time talking to him, saying that's not that doesn't make you a true Mandalorian. There's this whole other cause and we want to go back and take Mandalore. And that's important because season three is pretty much where that is likely to be going. Then we have um, chapter 12, the siege. So Mandalore, uh, Mandalorian rejoins old allies for a new mission. So he goes back and finds Grief Cargo and Cara Dune. They've cleaned up the town, but there is one more... Um, empire sort of base and in that base when they storm it to blow it up they discover that they're working on some cloning stuff um which is all leading towards the uh rise of the first order and and all that sort of palpatine return sort of stuff chapter 13 incredible episode um it's called the jedi so mandalore is told to sort of uh sorry in the bo episode so two back bo gives him information that um he knows of a Jedi on a certain planet called Ahsoka Tano, and that's who um, she, he can return Baby Yoda to to be with his kind, which is what his creed sort of um, declares he must do. So chapter 13, he finally gets on with that and goes to the planet, finds Ahsoka Tano, and helps her free and liberate this village. And in doing so, uh, bo uh, sorry, uh, Ahsoka Tano um, yeah, frees the village and whatnot. But in the middle of that happening, we have... 
the introduction of Ahsoka Tano with Baby Yoda, and we find out that his name is actually Grogu, and that he was a child of the, uh, you know, uh, of uh, Order 66 and the the, the fall of the um, Old Republic and all that. Um, we find out a lot of his backstory and, and and see some things, which is cool. And Ahsoka Tano says, if you take him to the Seeing Stone, um, he will get to choose and reach out in the Force if he wants to be trained by a Jedi, but that she will not train him because he is too attached to Mandalorian. Sees him like a father, father, father figure. Um, chapter 14, we have is called the tragedy. So the Mandalorian takes Grogu to the ancient sort of site in the Seeing Stone, places him on the Seeing Stone, and... Grogu starts reaching out in the Force to other Jedi. As that happens, Boba Fett arrives, and we have this incredible scene between Mando and Boba Fett, and Boba Fett explains that he wants the armor. It's his birthright and all this, and he's partnered up with Fennec Shand. And then as that's happening, we get stormtroopers who are invading because Mando's ship has been tracked, so um, Moff Gideon has tracked him down and launches a bunch of stormtroopers. And this is my favorite Mandalorian episode of all time because we then get to see Boba Fett going ham with his gaffy stick and then also he gets his armor back and then goes ham on that and we see his ship Slave One. Then the dark troopers are sent in and they pick up Baby Yoda and cap- oh, sorry, Grogu and they capture him and take him away. So then um, Boba Fett, Fennec Shand um, say that they are sworn an oath to um, see no harm to the child done um, and that they're still obliged by that so they agree to help Mando get him back Mando then goes back to um, to see Grief Cargo and um, Cara Dune and asks for their help as well but they say that they need someone with imperial codes to be able to do that so that then leads to chapter 15, The Believer so as part of the new republic that Cara Dune now is, she knows of um, a former uh, M- imperial sort of worker who would have access to the codes and know how these stuff works, which is Bill Burr's character from the Prison Break episode. So he has since been arrested, so they agree to like break him out for a bit, um, and they go and storm a imperial base. Um, Boba Fett, Fennec Shand... Uh, I can't remember the name of this dude's character, but Bill Burr's character, Cara Dune and Mando, they storm the base and um, he gets some stuff done. And also, the first time ever, we see Mando sort of really breaking his rules by removing his helmet and, and showing his face for like a good while. So it's his first sort of change from sort of his culty ways into this. Um, they get the codes to find out where Moth Gideon is going to be and all of that jazz. And then Bill Burr's character is free to go. We then have the final episode of the season, chapter 16, The Rescue. So this is where they infiltrate Moff Gideon's uh, ship and hunt down Grogu and have a bunch of fights. And we see Din Djarin fight Moff Gideon for the first time and defeats him and takes the Darksaber from him. We also have the help uh, and they also recruit uh, Bo-Katan and her Mando friends for this. Um, and they get all in, but then the Death Troopers are activated, and they look like it's Beola Endel, when all of a sudden an X-Wing comes out of nowhere, and we have Luke Skywalker who appears, slaughtering the uh, Death Troopers, or Drop Troopers, or whatever, no, Death, Death, whatever they're called, Black Robot things. He slaughters through all of them. Moff Gideon is then arrested, but says that um, there's going to be issues because um, now Mandalorian has... Mando has the Darksaber and Bo-Katan needs the Darksaber to ignite, reignite with her people. 
um, on uh, Mandalore and its sort of Mandalorian tradition. Again, if you listen to the history episode, you'll understand this, but Mandalorian tradition dictates that if you have the Darksaber, you're the rightful leader of Mandalore, which is their planet, and you have to earn the Darksaber by defeating the previous owner in combat. So Mando beat Moff Gideon in combat, so he now owns the Darksaber, so he would technically be in charge of um, Mandalore. He then... Mando says he doesn't care, tries to give it to Bo-Katan, but she can't. She has to defeat him in combat, basically, so she won't accept it, and that's where it's left off with those two. Then we have this heartfelt moment between Grogu saying goodbye to Mando because Luke's going to take him away with R2-D2 to train him, and that is the end of that. Now, very important, at the end of all of that, we have an incredible um, scene, um, after credit scene, where we see Fennec Shand and Boba Fett going back to Tatooine to take down Bib Fortuna and sit on Jabba the Hutt's throne and become the leader of sort of the Tatooine Hutt uh, under, under, underground gang sort of system, which is a direct lead into the Book of Boba Fett. Um, so that's the end of season two, but that's not over because the Book of Boba Fett is huge for the Mandalorian storyline, so I'm going to briefly take you on to that. In all honesty, you do not need to watch The Book of Boba Fett. You know that he's back from the dead. You know that he, from the after credit scene at the end of season two of The Mandalorian, he is now sitting on Jabba the Hutt's throne. So imagine him as you would from that scene of he is now the leader of sort of that underground gang sort of thing. So you do not need to watch Book of Boba Fett episode one, two, three, four. Um, what you do need to watch is five, six, and maybe seven if you feel like it. So five is a full Mandalorian episode. Um, so it's called just chapter five, an unexpected ally emerges. But we see that Mando is back doing some bounties um, um, and that's what he's doing. But he now has the Darksaber and he's trying to use that. We also see that he has um, found and tracked down the armorer and his old covert. And they tell him more information about the Darksaber and start training him on how to use it. Um, and we also sort of get the... A chat again about the history of Mandalore, the Purge and what happened and also who Bo-Katan is from the armorer's point of view and it's very clear that he's part of a very deep cult and Bo-Katan is sort of a slightly more modern woke version I guess if you want to say that. Um, so yeah and he also sort of gets some information on baby Yoda and the child and is like con concerned about all of that. So then we have chapter six, and this is where um, Mandalorian sort of meets up with uh, Ahsoka and sees Luke and doesn't get to see Grogu, though, but he sort of, well, no, I don't think he even sees Luke, actually. He sees Ahsoka Tano, and they're sort of talking about how he's doing and his training and whatnot, and that he's deeply attached, and Mando basically got the armor in the previous episode to make um, Grogu a little mandalorian chain mail armor sort of beskar armor thing um and he leaves it for ahsoka tano to give to luke to give to grogu and he'll allow him to make his choice at the end of that episode we see grogu having to make a decision between a little lightsaber or a little mandalorian armor set and it's left in the cliffhanger as to what happens to him we then also see mandalorian going back to tatooine and meeting up with his mechanic friend who is building him a new ship because during the um, Seeing Stone episode in Mandalorian Season 2, his ship, the Razorcrest, gets blown up and destroyed. And then ever since then, he's just been using uh, 
Boba Fett's sort of Slave One ship for the end of Mandalorian Season 2. And then in this episode, we don't even see how he's getting around. He's just using trans- public transportation or something. Um, yeah, and then so he gets his new uh, ship, which is a Naboo fighter with a ton of modifications. And oh my god, it's awesome. And it also has a perfect little bubble at the back for Baby Yoda to sit in. We then have Chapter 7, which is the big finale of Book of Boba Fett. Essentially, all you need to know for that is that there's a spice gang who is trying to take over Boba Fett's territory. Boba Fett's fighting to keep his territory. Um, we have Cobb Vanth coming back to help out. We have some villagers helping out. We have Mando helping out, being hired by Boba Fett to help. And then halfway through, R2-D2 in an X-Wing shows up with Baby Yoda. And Mando and Baby Yoda are reunited. And the end of it comes to uh, Mando and Baby Yoda in his new ship and going away on an adventure and that is everything recapped all wrapped up beautifully for what you need to know for a mandalore season mandalorian season one season two and the book of boba fett and what happens now season three there is a trailer that has dropped so you can watch that if you so wish i do not watch the trailers but my guess of where season three would be going Again, this is all just on me now, on what I think. Again, not seeing the trailer, so I could be completely wrong. But I'm assuming that Baby Yoda and Mando are going to sort of bond more and sort of discover more about their relationship and how they're going to do things, whilst also Mando might see more power with the Darksaber and seek help with um, Bo-Katan and sort of taking back Mandalore and restoring Mandalore to the to the rightful people and they're having their planet back um and then there's definitely going to be some conflict with the armorer and sort of his culty creed and bo-katan at some point down the line and mando's gonna have to pick and choose what he believes in and what he wants to do going forward so season three is definitely set to be more mandalorian based as opposed to sort of jedi boba fett sort of stuff however i would make a huge prediction and say i fully expect to see boba fett and um fennec shand help out in mandalore season three and honestly, that's what I want him to do. Because Book of Boba Fett, if you know, you know. But it wasn't my favorite, but I do love the character of Boba Fett. And I love exactly where he's at headspace now. And I think that he's the best sidekick sort of additional character to have. And the same with Fennec Shand. I think she's incredible. So I'd love to see the two of them in Mandalore Season 3. Um, also Cobb Vanth. Maybe even um, the return of uh, bad guy from um, from Clone Wars and... I think he's in Rebels briefly and also makes his first ever live appearance in Book of Boba Fett. Um, I said all of that to Stall to see if I could get his name and it's still not coming to me. So that's great. Uh, my favorite bounty hunter. Jesus. Bounty hunter. Clone Wars. Why am I blanking on his name? He's my favorite. Sorry, everyone. I know this is annoying. It's annoying for me, too. Cad Bane. Of course, Cad Bane. Yeah, I'd like to see Cad Bane as well in this. That'd be awesome. Either way, season three is coming up. These coffee episodes are going to switch into Mandalorian Monday episodes, and we'll be back on track with that. And then if there's any breaks between, because I might be away for a little bit of time, we'll have a regularly scheduled morning coffee episode for some news. Um, And then we might bundle together some Mando episodes to be like chapter one and two, you know, two, three and four. So insane. Either way, hopefully that's a good enough recap for you. Again, if you want the full history, listen to episode 14 of this podcast, Mandalorian Monday and the History, um, and that would be great. If not, hope you enjoyed this episode. Hope you have an incredible rest of your day.
and catch up with you soon.